Yo, what's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan. I am your host, and today I'm on location. Am I in Japan? No. Am I in Asia? No. Where am I? Chris, where am I? You're in Ypsilanti, Michigan. Ips- no, it is. Ypsilanti, Ypsilanti, Michigan. That's right. Well, Ypsilanti is like a suburb of Detroit. We're out of Detroit by what, like 15 minutes? We're, yeah, 20 miles, 25 miles outside of Detroit. There we go. 20 miles on side of D-Town. So this is Y-Town, Ypsilanti. Ypsilanti is pretty amazing now. Like, um, when I was younger, Ypsilanti was, like, pretty fucking dangerous. I went over to a friend, a friend of a friend's house, and we walked in, and his dad had, was a gun collector. And there was, like, all these AK-47s lined up against the wall. And I walked in there, and I was like, holy shit. And then there's, like, they're playing Euchre, right? And Euchre's a card game that everybody plays in Michigan. And I was just like, god damn, dude. Ipsy's for real, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I guess, man, it used to be a lot nastier. Um, what's it called? Now, nowadays, though, it's the cheaper spot to go. So you get a lot of people moving out from Ann Arbor. And uh, we got a lot of cool breweries. I mean, within two miles, three miles of me, I think there's four breweries to go to that are all pretty decent. You get a decent beer or whatnot. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a lot safer to walk at night. Depot Town is always hopping. I mean, there's a car night every Thursday during the summer. Bike night every Tuesday, and bike night usually goes throughout the winter, too, because people are just hanging out at the the local motorcycle shop, watching movies, and, hell, drinking beer, man, just mm. like we are. That's pretty sweet. And as you faders know, Got Faded Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. Even though we're on location, we do have some Japanese news. A couple of the, a couple of the stories are from uh, the last episode, but I just can't get stories because I'm here and I, I don't have a computer. I ain't got shit. I'm like borderline off the grid. I got a cell phone. That's all I got. And actually, I kind of like it to be not so connected to like the internet, you know? Because my phone, all I've got to use it, I can use Sprint, but Sprint sucks on here because Sprint is connected with uh, my Japanese uh, service. But I also have Wi-Fi, which I never use because everywhere I go, I don't want to be like, hey, man, can I use your Wi-Fi? I, so guess, I, I haven't even asked you about Wi-Fi yet. Well, yeah, you can use my Wi-Fi, but it's always a pain in the ass because everyone has passwords. So everywhere you go, you have to password it up. All yeah. the bullshit. So, yeah, I get that, man. I like being off the grid. You know, we're just uh, up north in the north northwest Michigan by the pinky because the Michigan looks like a hand. We're up by the pinky. But, yeah, I had my cell phone service didn't work for three days. So it was awesome. No, no off completely off the grid, you know. I'm worried. When I go back, I'm going to have like a million emails and probably... 99% of them are going to be junk, but still I'm going to have to hit delete, 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 delete. Was it the same thing for you? Yeah, yeah. In, in voicemail slash, you know, inbox emails and in text messages. Everybody I did not tell I was going out of town, all of a sudden I got back with 300 different invites slash what to what the hell's going on. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, though, because I didn't really care. I was up watching car races and shit, so. Awesome. Yeah, I, I saw, like, uh, your girlfriend, I saw um, some videos on her phone about the car races, and the car races were, like, they're like gremlins that were drag racing going like 80 miles an hour in the middle of nowhere, like in this forest going uphill, like an 80 degree angle. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a up, uphill timed race. It was a, a up, it was like a hill climb, I think they call it, but it's a seasonal road. So during the winter, they do not plow it. It's completely snowed in. You cannot drive on it. Yeah. But during the summer, it's this crazy twisty road up a mountain. And for the day, they shut it down and they run... Whatever I mean, there's different classes, so there's all kinds of cool stuff, but just some amazing cars out there. Like you said, the, there was an old Gremlin that was pushing crazy horsepower. It was coming up the whole road, pretty much sliding four wheels, it seemed like. And uh, they're doing these runs in 20 to 30 seconds. 
So they even had a, uh, a factory like Acura TX, I believe it was, which it had to be like three quarters of a million to a million dollar Acura just set up for hill climb racing. It was it was pretty amazing to see. But one wrong turn, that that $3 million car is like $30. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's... there's if it crashes, it's done, right? There, well, you know, there was, there was, at least from my viewpoint, I saw a few spin outs. Uh, luckily, nobody actually crashed and, you know, crumpled up their car. But yeah, definitely. I mean, these guys are going mock speed in a, a twisty, dirty roads, too. I mean, this is not like a smooth pavement racetrack. I mean, you know, there's dirt on it. You, you're looking over the edge. You're, you're on a kind of a up a mountain kind of thing so you're looking at you know sometimes sticks that fall off and are down the track and every you know few few runs there was somebody out there uh sweeping the track with a broom but yeah i mean it's it's a regular road so it's there's no love for the race you know it's it's complete pandemonium <laughs> nice so michigan still has motor culture that's great yeah i mean it's also at the same time about 20 miles north they have this amazing car show is in uh fishtown and well, what's Fishtown? Fishtown is this little town in uh, Leland, I think it's called, and it looks like something out of uh, Popeyes from Popeye, the Popeye movie from the '80s. Yeah, I mean, or or you know, even or something like that, like or like oh, like a Jaws, you know, from the uh, from the first Jaws. I mean, all the houses look kind of like old and dilapidated. The buildings look really cool. There's a there's a little canal down the middle of the town that you can you know there, there's bars and stuff that you can sit around and have a beer while you're sitting there watching stuff. You got to see uh, two aqua cars this year. It's a uh, a car that can drive into the water. They're from the 60s. They can drive into the water, and they turn on propellers, and they drive like a boat down the canal. Wait, is that like one of those boat cars that flipped over in, uh, was it Pittsburgh? No, those are like some big monstrosity from World War II. This is a newer thing, and they only came out, I believe, in the 60s, at least for any kind of commercial buying. Yeah. It kind of looks like a 55 Chevy, mm -hmm. and you can drive it right into the water. The water, you know, the a thing 55 is... 55 Chevy? Yeah, it's... it's it, The car's from the 60s. That is a boat. Yeah, no, exactly. But this thing actually has propellers in it. It can drive through the, <laughs> once through the water. It is really cool. So we got to see two of those rolling. It was the first time in, like, in life I've ever seen them. But, you know, we saw some million-dollar uh, Ferraris. I mean, this... There was a lot of motor, motor culture going on. You know, I mean, it's definitely a couple hours away from the D. But, I mean... Most of these guys are retirees and stuff from you know General Motors and mm -hmm. the different the different big four or whatever down in Detroit. So they have beautiful cars, you know, and beautiful properties. That's awesome, man. And all right, so Michigan's known for cars, and Michigan's also known for beer. Right now, there's so many fucking breweries in Michigan. And right now, we're enjoying a couple of Michigan home uh, beers. I'm drinking this one. It's called New Holland Brew. A brewing. So New Holland's the company, right? Yeah, New Holland's the brewery. And right here, this is called Hoptronics. And Hoptronics, the logo's fucking awesome. It looks like, what, is that Space Invaders yeah, Space from, like, Invaders. 1980s? Yeah, right. Oh, uh, was that from the Atari? Yeah, Atari. 2600. 2600. And this is a Double India Pale Ale. And what, what percentage is this? Because I'm actually feeling it's it. It's probably, like, probably pretty pretty potent. A double, Nine. Yeah, Holy a, shit. So Nine. A double IPA has basically doubled the malt of a standard IPA, which... Doesn't necessarily double alcohol, but yeah. most double IPAs you're talking about eight plus percent alcohol. So yeah, they're definitely okay. like Did high you gravity. Brew beer? Like, yeah, I, I, I brew, oh, by I, the way, Chris is my cousin. <laughs> I, I, I've brewed beer for a bunch of years. I kind of took the last year off, but yeah, I uh, yeah, I, me, me and your your brother, your brother kind of, me and your brother kind of got it together in the beginning, and mm. you're the one that actually taught us or brought it to our attention to start brewing beer. Well, I gave you guys like the the cheapo Cooper's kit, where it's just like. All you got to do is add water. 
Yeah, we, <laughs> there you go. Two weeks later, you've got beer. But you guys took it to a full different level. The next year I came over, because I come back to Michigan like every year and shit. I come back, my brother, his fucking garage looks like a chemist. It looked like he was making meth, to be honest. No, I was it's like, like a chemistry set, right? Exactly. I was like, dude, you've got tubes and wires and things like boiling everywhere. And, I, and my brother's got a goatee and shit. I'm like, Walter White. If he's Walter White, you're Jesse. <laughs> I'd rather be Jesse than Walter White in that situation, I guess. I'm not. I'm at least prettier. Oh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you came in, you showed us the Cooper's way. Me and me and him went on the, the YouTube, like, fanatic style and, like, learned a lot of, more, more of how to build our own equipment. Because the equipment, at least at that time, now it's becoming more popular, at least in the States. But at that time, I mean, a lot of the gear you wanted was mm-hmm. either... Unobtainium expensive, yeah, or it was homemade. So we learned how to make. Um, for instance, we made our first boil pot. Our first big boil pot was a fifteen-gallon keg, yeah, which is a half barrel. They call it in the in here, but you know, we it was a it's a stainless steel barrel, and we cut the top off, and we used it for a giant boil keg because where else do you get a fifteen-gallon boil pot for cheap? I mean, you don't. No, exactly. I mean, I think now you can get them for. Semi okay, but yeah, I mean, at the time you're looking at five hundred dollars plus for a boil pot. That's crazy. Like that, you need so, three of them. Yeah, I know. And so the next year after that, I came back, and you guys were all making kegerators, and you still got one in your backyard right over there. Yeah, I still got one aside, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, once you have the beer, you know. And originally, you taught us about bottling, so we did the yeah. bottling. But soon after that, we decided we didn't like doing all the cleanup, man. I mean, bottling is literally as you know Ugh. you're scrubbing and bleaching and all that you fun smell stuff. like bleach for like three days so you do one keg for your entire five gallons of beer and so you wash two kegs you do t- 10 gallons of beer you throw that in your kegerator and you're good for a week yeah that's true huh? maybe, maybe shorter depends on how many people you have over but that's awesome you guys got bill involved and stuff and so like a bunch of your friends started getting involved that's great man fucking brewing's great oh it's, su- it's such a rewarding hobby so many hobbies are not rewarding People that jog, you know, they just shit their pants after a while. Their their nipples rub off. Oh God, I got a friend. <laughs> you got you got to wear with the uh, what's it called the band aids on your nipples. I got a friend in Tokyo that runs, and all he does is talk about running and stuff. And he puts band aids on his nipples and shit because his is nipples rubbed off. Or is a couple it just of times. one piece? Huh? Is it in like the X or is it just one piece across? You know, I could call him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'd love to talk about it. He's like, well, you know, the one piece technique is good for noobs, but. I, I did I did a, I did a marathon in Disney years ago, man, and I, I had to do the same thing to be honest. So, but but I did also see some people that did not do that obviously because they had red spots on both their like some dudes they had red spots on both their goods, man, and that looked really painful, man. I mean, God, dude, that's got to suck. That's man. a sensitive area. It is, and what happens when your nipples grow back? I hear they grow back bigger. So then all of a sudden you've got like fucking popsicle nipples. Yeah, you do want to wear AK bullets for nipples, man. That doesn't look cool. No, <laughs> Especially no. for the dude. It just doesn't work, I don't think. No, some dudes are into it. <laughs> they might be. They might be. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't judge, though, so, you know, I'll let you do that. No, oh, okay. No, oh, great. So what are we drinking? So that's what I'm drinking here, which is 9%. Sayonara, everybody. What are you drinking? You got I am drinking a Old Nation Brewing Company. Nice. Northeastern style IPA, or also called a... Uh, What's it called? Like it's it's basically, it's a IPA that they make in a way sloppy, so it has um, what's that called in there? You see how it's, it's not clear. It's a uh, sediment. Sure. Yeah, it's cloudy. It's a cloudy IPA. Yeah. It kind it's kind of juicy tasting in a way. Um, it's called an M forty three is the actual name of the beer from Old Nation, and it is six point eight percent alcohol at sixty five IBUs. 
the uh, IBUs is the bitterness actual number of. So I'm sure if that gives it to you, it's probably even higher. That's probably pretty pretty. Uh, oh yeah, this is repulsive. <laughs> it's really yeah. Oh, this but, is 70 IBU. Yeah, so you're just more for for bitterness. It's just more bitter, but you also have now double the malt. Oh, it's delicious have, though. It's I only very have six, eight. Yeah, but as you see this. The, it's something that me and my buddy laugh about because even the brewers we've talked to don't understand it. But it's called like the New England style IPA and it's cloudy. And it's, they call it juicy is also one of the names. I, I don't know. I'm not young and that hip. So so if I, it's cloudy, they call it juicy? I guess. But the thing that cracks me and my buddy up is, and these are tasty. I love them. That's why I bought it. But yeah. every time we were brewing beer... The goal always is to be the most crystal clear beer you can have and not have sediment and floaties. And and I've heard some scary stuff from some of the uh, local brewers, or not local necessarily. Right, it looks like, like it's like kombucha or something with something floating on the top of it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you see, it looks like orange juice. It doesn't look like a beer. I mean, look, look. You can't see through it. No, not at all. No, this is cloudy as fuck, man. Yeah, so the, the interesting thing is, is I've heard is some of these people putting in clouding agents. I don't want to mention any breweries' names yet, but... No, you can't. Was it Bells? I'm sure no, it's Bells. No, they might. They might. But I know what this... They're, no, it's just... None of your listeners probably ever heard of it, but it's called uh, Griffin Claw, and I know they use a clouding agent. And I'm not trying to beat them up, but... Dude, I'm sure like, they do. I've heard it's like a... Like, basically like a flour mix. I've heard some people even using basically something as simple as, like... Detergent? No, no, not detergent, because there's nothing that's, like, poisonous at all. You know what I mean? But they put in, like, a... Like, a, like basically, like, a, a white flour... They put in like a white flour and it makes it cloudy and it doesn't really take away any of the flavor. It doesn't really add anything either. It just makes it look that that they're like the northeastern so or the oh, so New they England. wanted to look cloudy. Yeah, that's the whole oh, idea. Okay. It's, so everybody and even uh even Sierra Nevada makes one nowadays is called like a hazy IPA. So I mean you can get Ooh. that pretty much nationwide in the US but it's called hazy IPA mm-hmm. and it's a you know New England style IPA. But the first one, the first place I ever saw it was here at uh, M or was the M forty three. It became real popular here in Michigan, and mm-hmm. all the bars have it, you know, or had it for a while. Which company? All right, Bell's in Michigan is the biggest, and it's like one of the original kind of uh, microbreweries as well, right? And that's from Kalamazoo. Yeah, they were from Kalamazoo. I mean, yeah, I'd say they're probably you know definitely they're one of the originators. It's, it's definitely what got me got you know got me started drinking like small breers or. Whatever they used to have a beer called uh, Solson, mm-hmm. which everybody knows now is Oberon, but mm-hmm. the original name was Solson. They got sued, I think, by somebody for some kind of infringement. But the problem I have with Bell's, and one reason I've kind of like semi boycotted them, is they started some bit holier than thou. They 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 got big. They had a lot of money. They owned their own distribution, so they pushed with laws with the rest of the state. To stop, to make you have to have you know, to make you have to have distribution. So mm-hmm. now the little guys can't really compete as easily, and it's basically it sounds bad, but it's almost like one of those like corporate kind of you know like you know dick jobs, you know. So for instance, there's a, a place called Hopcat, yeah, and, and they they have a chain of places and restaurants, but I, if I'm not mistaken, the original one is in like Grand Rapids. Now at Hopcat, they make their own beer, yeah, but the Hopcat in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Does not sell Hopcat beer. What? They cannot. Sh- they cannot throw it in, a, in say a van or a truck and take it from Grand Rapids to Ann Arbor legally. They have to pay somebody to load it onto their semi truck to take it to a distribution hub and to redistribute it back to themselves. Why don't they get a U-Haul? Illegal. 
illegal. Well, you could do it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, but but if you got there and anybody <laughs> found out about it, they're going to go. So where's your brew facility? Oh, you don't even have you know you don't have permits for a brew facility. You you don't you don't have this beer. So basically, Bell started off as like a small like uh, garage kind of like brewery. Got so big, they're like, you know what? Fuck everybody else. And so they're, they're kind of screwing over all the other small brewers and shit. Well, or, at really least making it hard, or at least making it harder for them. So, you know, I'm going to so, boycott Bells. So, so Although I had one today. No, I, you know, unfortunately, the gas station on the corner is like the only decent beer that they sell is a two hearted. So I once in a great while, if I want to go five minutes instead of 10, I'll do that. But mm. the, the reality is, is, yeah, I, I try to I try not to buy them. I support um, I like I usually some of the smaller beers. Yeah, like who? Um, one of the one of my favorite ones that just came around in Ann Arbor is called Holmes Brewing. Yeah, they do a uh, like. A Korean fusion food that's really good, and then they have some uh, some amazing beer there. And their thing is almost the flip side. Right now, they've they've said that they do not want to distribute for the fact that they want to keep it in house and small. Because once you start dist- distributing and, and everything, you have to rely on that. You probably even have to buy a second facility. You 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 know you you get away from the decor of let's make beer to make good beer, let's make food to make good food. It's kind of like it's the reason why I say a McDonald's. You know, has a billion restaurants, but it's swag food. And then, you know, little, little this guy in the corner has a, the best steakhouse in this entire city. Like but there's only like one of them. Or yeah, or like a Blimpy Burger. Like, dude, they just make an incredible burger, but they don't have 300 you know locations. They just have one really good one. They just have one. You know, they just have one. Like motherfucking ninjas. I love it. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't know. It, it, in a way, it makes it cooler. I mean, if you're if if you have something, eating I, at McDonald's is not cool. No, no. Right? But I brought you back a, a mead for you and your wife. Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. From St. Ambrose Cellars. They're up in uh, northern Michigan, up, up what's called by Frankfurt area. Yeah, she and says she, do- she doesn't drink, but she says she's going to drink that. And I'm, I'm pretty stoked on that. But, you know, the one, it was almost a negative thing is they just started, it's not in a bad way, but they started distributing because they started making some money and they want to make some money. Uh-huh. But so the only problem that, you know, I found was is when I came home, you know, like, couple months ago or whatever and they started having it at my local store i'm like man i used to have to go like 300 miles to get this mead and i was always happy to bring home a case of mead because i was like a street you know whatever and nobody nobody ever's heard of it seen it and now i come back from 300 miles with a bottle of mead and they're like you know you can get that up at the corner store now right oh come on oh man it's hard to be underground these days uh, but I tell you what, we were underground a couple of days ago and stuff. When I showed up, it was my wife's birthday. And as a present for everybody that showed up at her birthday party here in um, my mom's place, it was a family affair. Um, I brought, she brought three bottles of sake from, her, uh, from Niigata, which is the northern part of Japan and shit. And we did sake tasting. And those three bottles of sake, I shit you not, I, 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 they, I can't imagine them anywhere. Maybe in San Francisco or some parts of New York or some other, like, Probably I don't, not. I don't, I don't think you're getting them anywhere. Yeah, but anyway, we just uh, we we all did a bunch of even grandma. Grandma was there, and we were all doing fucking like sake tasting, and that was pretty sweet. I mean, you, you used to bring home some soju, soju, shochu. Yeah, and my brother, or no, my brother brings me so. My, no, my brother brings me soju from Korea, but yeah, you bring me shochu from yeah. uh, from Japan, and it. Yeah, you can't buy that here either. I've I, I've looked. I've, I found the well, empty- not the shit that I bring you no, guys. No, I, I found you guys I, expensive actually, stuff. I found empty. The funny is, I found empty bottles for sale. Hey, yo, what's up, Baders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... 
If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepper. Like some of the bottles, you know, I just threw in the recycle bin, but people are selling these empty bottles from Japan or, you know, from Japan for like $20. I'm like, you didn't even get to drink it? It's what crazy. are you going to do with it, man? You know, make a candle? Yeah, I don't Hodgepodge? Know. Come on. I mean, do whatever. But I mean, that's... Well, Japan's hot, too. We're seeing Japanese shit. All- We're at the mall and stuff. Yeah. We're looking around like for gifts for her family and shit. And there's like this shop. There's like this Japanese shop with those kanjis all fucked up. And we're just like, whoa, that's interesting. What was that? Hot Topic or some shit? Uh, yeah, topic, yeah, right? yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, well. Yeah, they have these kanji shirts. You know, but the, th- the funny thing is you can use Google Translate, you know, and, you know, check the kanji, but nobody does that. <laughs> and, well, on top of it, if I, I mean, I don't know the language, so I could be mistaken, but I've heard that if you put it in the wrong context, that it says night and day something different than what you think it says sometimes. Well, same thing with in- English. If you look at the word truck and you change, like, the first letter, it could say Fuck. This right? is true, right? Yeah, I guess, yeah. It'd be the same thing. I mean, I, I just don't know how to read kanji, obviously, but I, I used to joke about that with uh, mm. doing like custom motorcycles. You'd do some kanji on the side. This guy, somebody would bring in kanji, and, you know, the, our artist would do the kanji and paint the kanji. And then, we, you know, I'd have some Japanese guy, like, or whatever, pull me aside and be like, hey, Chris, man. I don't think that's what he thinks it means, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, what do you mean? And he'd tell me what it meant, and we'd just laugh. You know, I'd be like, Whoa, yeah, hopefully you don't run into anybody that actually tells you what it means because you're going to be, like, coming back and shooting the, the painter, you know? Well, you know, or saying something wrong. Like, for example, kashte means give me. Mm-hmm. Like if I say, like, for example, biru kashte, that means give me a beer, right? But if I say put an O at the beginning of it, it means rape, right? So I say biru o kashte, that means rape me with your beer. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. this is a kashte o kashte. Is this very, and that's a really fucked up thing to say. No, it was like, and it's, it's really, like really but it's bad. Subtle, but yeah. it's subtle, right? right? I mean, especially some, you know, like if you've never been around or you don't know, like, yeah. it's subtle. It's uh-huh. just a, uh, I don't know, a slip. Sit and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, please, sit here. What, what you want here? Me? You want me to? You want me to do what? Lay oh, a brick? God, you better pay me for that, right? <laughs> you, you got some toilet paper? I'm uh, right in front of everybody, right here, right? Really? <laughs> I thought that only happened in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What a size of film, seasons. No, no, no. We can't rip on Germany. I was just there. It's great, great place, great place. We got some good faders over there. I think Come on, man. I got, I got, I got two. I got a German car and a German bike. I can't, I can't dislike it that much, right? Yeah, your motorcycle's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I had I had to get a matching BMW for my BMW, so. Oh man, well you got to go overseas, man. If I can, I go overseas maybe two, three times a year. The worst thing about going overseas is morning wood. <laughs> no, seriously, man, you get morning wood right at fucking four o'clock in the afternoon because of the <laughs> the time difference, man. It's fucking. I came here and shit. My mom's like dinner time. I'm like, oh god, uh, I, I got, I'm like a kid in high school. I got a book, like a comic book, in front of my pants. <laughs> Walking around pointing north everywhere you go. Uh, totally, man. It sucks, dude. It takes like four or five days for that to go away. Morning wood at four o'clock. I shit you not. It's the worst thing. Yeah, I have not been jet lagged like that, so I, I have not. I've only had to deal with like 
four-hour flights to, like, Vegas or something, so I haven't had to worry about that bad of jet lag. I mean... No, you get morning wood at fucking 11 o'clock. Well, I get, it at ooh, noon. Ooh. I get it at noon in the middle of, like, a trade show In or Vegas, something. you're supposed to get morning wood. <laughs> well, no, you get into, like, Everybody a trade show. Everybody walks the man. You're like, uh-oh. <laughs> no, uh, man, the people from, like, California, the west side, they're like... They're, you know, they're normal morning wood at normal time. I mean, every, all those Midwesterners get out there. We're in Vegas, like, doing the trade show thing. We're like, we're like, oh, wait a minute. You got a new magazine? You get, oh, what's that new product catalog? I want to look at the new product catalog and see what's in here for a couple minutes. That's probably why all the Vegas hookers know where you're from. You know, like, what time of the day you're walking around with, like, a hard on? They're like... Oh, what is it, 4 o'clock? That guy's obviously from Germany. That's oh, a mark. Yeah, yeah right. right. That's an easy mark. We, we know he's not in town for business. Yeah, he's definitely got some cash. Oh, man. It's the worst. Mm. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, the trip's been good. It's always good to come back home to Michigan. The beer keeps on getting better. So every time I come back, I'm just, like, so happy. And every time I come back, it's so... I remember the first time I came back, was it the Arbor Brewing Company? No, it was yeah. the, one in, the one in Ipsy that... Um, Corner Brewery, which is which is owned by Arbor Brewing. Is, is that it? Yeah, okay, same, yeah. Same, same, same company, but, like, has a different name for some reason, which... But yeah. it's the same beer, same beer they sell. Yeah, when my brother moved to Ipsy, like, fucking... He lived, uh, what, like, maybe six blocks away from there or something? When he lived off of... Oh, God, was it Mansfield? He lives off Mansfield, but uh, he's... It was in that area. I live like three, four blocks from there, and he lives probably about a mile away from there. A mile away from there? Or a mile, yeah. I remember driving there with my friends and shit, right? Fucking they came out and stuff. So we went there, and I was just like, this is fucking great. You know, because in Japan, dude, there's only the top five. Now there's some better, now we got some like little smaller microbreweries and shit. And now you can go to some specialty shops and you get some, uh, what's called Japanese like microbreweries. And there's like like our sponsor. Our sponsor has 300 beers, you know. What's, so, what's up with the, with the, some of the Japanese uh, whiskey scene? Oh, I, the Japanese whiskey is great. I've heard that because I was in, last time I was in Vegas, mm-hmm. We, me and my friend, we were, we, you know, like hell, the shots were, well, it was in Vegas. So it's, the shots are like, or a, I mean, obviously you don't drink, I don't drink whiskey in a shot, but. A, a pour of whiskey was like thirty to forty dollars for one pour, mm. but we were at this like Japanese fusion thing with this high end Japanese uh, whiskey. Yeah, and it was it was really tasty, but I I did not know that Japanese whiskey was a thing. No, no, Japanese whiskey is like a real big thing. Oh, gotta go to the mic, dude. If you don't, it sounds like you're over here. Ah, ah. But no, um, my favorite is Ichiro's. Okay. And Ichiro's is a, um, I think it's called Ichiro. I always fuck up the name and shit, especially after a couple of these nine percenters. But um, the thing is, Ichiro is a, a really, it's a really, really fine, beautiful whiskey. And it's made in Saitama, which is just north of Tokyo. It's just right outside of Tokyo. And this guy, Ichiro, what he does is he makes the Japanese whiskey, but he ages it in Japanese wood, like like uh, crates, right? Not crates, but barrels. Barrels, okay. So instead of like uh, the American barrels, you know, like oak or whatever and all that fun stuff. It's or, Japanese wood. It's Japanese wood. And the crazy thing is most of the Japanese whiskey, like Suntory whiskey and uh, Hibeki whiskey, all that shit is made from Jim, or all that shit is aged in Jim Beam crates. Mm-hmm. So Jim Beam, like they send all their crates that they, now, am I saying right? Barrels. Barrels, yeah, barrels, yeah. Holy shit, this 9% is kicking my ass. But they send all their barrels out to Japan by the fucking like like boatload, right? And and so they take the they take all those crates and then they they age the whiskey in it, right? And but this guy right here, Ichido, it's really expensive. It's really expensive. You Google beautiful bottles, but um, yeah, it's made with Japanese wood. It's aged with Japanese so, wood. So have you have you tried it? Yeah. So what what does it compare to in say an American whiskey though? You can't. It's not. It's you like, can't. I mean, is it just? I oh, you like, know, like there's so there's nothing. Of, it, it doesn't taste like any kind of. 
I don't know. I mean, I guess not. I shouldn't say American whiskey. Whiskey's all over the damn world. I mean, there's. I hate to say Scotch because it's not a Scotch, but it's more like a Scotch. Okay. Okay. You know, it's it because you can't call it a Scotch because it's not from Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Exactly. It, it's more like a very sweet, slightly woody Scotch. And we had these guys on the show about two years ago called the Whiskey Brothers. These two whiskey guys. They're from Sweden and they're like whiskey experts. So they had like uh, ten bottles of uh, whiskey, and one was uh, one of them was an Ichiro's bottle. So they're on the show, and we're doing whiskey tasting, which wound up to be a fucking oh mess, dude. Because at the end of the show, nobody was talking right. They're, they they broke into Swedish or something. No, they didn't break into Swedish. But oh my god, dude, we got faded. But it was like the best faded ever because we're all drinking like the best whiskeys, and it was so great. It was so great drinking with them. And I, I'm sure you're listening, Chris. So, oh, dude, your dog is right here. Your dog loves me. Your dog's a pit bull, right? He's a pit bull mix, yeah. Pit bull mix? Big dog, pure muscle. I bet he smells the beer. He's like, where's mine? Where's mine? He's a beer. Where's my beer? Yeah. Or maybe you heard me talk about whiskey. So so the interesting thing about the uh, barrels, like you're talking about, um, with, you know, how, like, Jim Beam, you're saying, sends a barrel, or a lot of barrels over to Japan for for distillation. And, you know, like... uh, same thing with any, even even in Scotland and, and Ireland and like a lot of countries, they they will get these used barrels because to make like American bourbon, you if I'm not mistaken, I'm, I'm not an expert, so I don't want to be like held responsible for this nonsense. But it has to be a one, a, it has to be a first time use charred barrel. Oh, that's uh, Jack Daniels. No, no, it's bourbon. Jack Daniels use first time charred b- barrels, but they're not technically <laughs> a bourbon, if I'm not mistaken. So. Yeah. What what I'm getting at is you have to use, so after they use that first time bourbon, you know, and they make the bourbon, well, what do you do with it? What do you do with the barrels? Now you send it to Japan. Well, 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 for a while, you know, sometimes they, they they chop up chop them up into throw them through a wood chipper and do uh, like smoking chips. Uh-huh. So it'll be like Jack Daniels oh. smoking chips, you know, Jim Beam smoking chips. Mm-hmm. They also send them out to like like I said, you know, Scotland, Ireland, you know, England, wherever wherever distills whiskey mm-hmm. who needs barrels because. Why make a barrel when you can buy this thing for pennies on the dollar? And who cares that it's charred? It actually probably has more flavor at that point. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, that 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 started happening. And, well, the big thing here in the States is beer barreled aged, or, sorry, bourbon barrel, ba- ba- bar- bourbon barrel aged beers. Budweiser did that. I saw it on a commercial. Well, before them, though, all <laughs> the Michigan breweries were doing this stuff for some years, like the uh, Dragon's, uh, Dragon's Meat or whatever, Dragon, you know, it's... It's a, what's it called? It's a stout aged in uh, bourbon barrels. Yeah. And then, um, what's it called? There's all kinds of these bourbon air, bourbon barrel aged drinks. And some of them now are like cherry casks and different, different, you know, different casks. But the interesting thing is happening yeah. is the beer buyers are buying up these, these barrels that used to only be bought by whiskey stillers. Oh, that means the whiskey's so, going to become more expensive. So it drives up the price of these barrels. So oh. where you used to pretty much give some... You used to just pay shipping on barrels. You'd be like, I will pay a container ship for your 100,000 barrels. Mm-hmm. Now somebody, say, in the States or here in Michigan or wherever, you know, um, one of the breweries might go, hey, I want 10 of those barrels. And another one might say that same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, hell, Michigan alone, I think, is like 400 breweries or something. Hypothetically, if everyone wanted to be, you know, 10 beer barrels, all of a sudden that cuts into a, a section of what's going out worldwide as far as the barrels. Yeah. You know, and that was that's been a thing, and that's also you know I don't know if it's why beer barrel, you know, uh, beer is that expensive, but you know, is one, it a big difference though? It is. It, the it beer is. tastes like whiskey. It actually has a whiskey flavor, and, and it's does it increase like the the alcohol uh, content? It does not increase the alcohol content, 
But usually, if you're going to do a, a bourbon barrel beer, yeah. you're already going to make a very potent beer. You're going to make a 9-plus percent, 8-plus percent <laughs> beer. And then, so you you, you got to get a beer yeah. that has, like, a whiskey aftertaste a lot of times. Uh-huh. And it is tasty to, to some people. Like, if you're... I mean, I'm, I'm a whiskey drinker, so mm. I... I like the taste of whiskey, so I, you know, like the taste of the beer, you know, beer barrel whiskey or beer barreled uh, stuff. But if you don't like whiskey or or like that liquor flavor, oh, it's gonna kill you. It could be, yeah, or it could be really just off putting. Yeah, it's not that it's too potent or too, you know, too uh, spicy going down. Yeah, it just it just doesn't taste good, and that's what I don't like about like for instance, I don't like the one uh, the the one the one dragon beer because it is a stout, and I, I love stouts, but. With the whiskey flavor, a lot of people love it. It's, it's really beloved here in Michigan. But I, I got to try it. That sounds Dragon's amazing. Meat, the Dragon's Meat, I think Wait, it's called. I think I've had that the last time I hung out with you. you I, there's, a, there's like a white dragon on the uh, on the bottle or whatever. We, yeah, we, we, can, go, we can go pick one up, man. But uh, well, I don't think we can drive anywhere now. No, that's probably not. But, but. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. That's right. Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso. And if I'm working, tip me. Maybe another day. I'm just saying, it's it's definitely a nice, t- you know, like it's an interesting flavor. Yeah. But, but a lot of them also. I don't want to sit down with, I mean, as much as I like swilling whiskey, I don't really want to sit down and start chugging bottles of whiskey. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what it feels like sometimes with some of these beer, you know oh, what I mean? Because shit, because, you're right. Because it has that whiskey flavor and you're just, you know, you don't you don't sip a beer like you sip a whiskey. No. You drink a beer. You know, I, I drink 16-ounce beer, or 12-ounce beer, a pint, whatever it is. But with whiskey, I'm drinking a couple ounces in a glass and I'm, you know, thoroughly enjoying that probably for almost as much time as I'm drinking a 12-ounce beer. Dude, I saw your brother today. I went over to his restaurant and shit. He had this amazing bottle of whiskey. I forgot what it was. It was actually a rye. And um, I've never seen it before. And he's like, hey, you want some? And I was like, sure. And, and we had like half a finger. Half a finger. Like just maybe uh, one drink. 
but we're sipping on that for like maybe half an hour having a conversation. That's the beautiful thing about whiskey. You sip it and you have a great conversation. Beer, you have a six pack and you have, a, you have an explosive conversation. Or, or, or yeah, you sip it for the first two sips. You get the flavor, you're like, cool, and then the next thing you know, the thing's done. Yeah. You know, you know, you know it's, it, yeah, with the whiskey, so, unless you're just like, and that's what I was saying earlier, like, I don't, I don't drink the shots, because I like... Oh, I, 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 I never drink whiskey I, I, I like whiskey straight up, neat, or on the rocks, one of the three, but yeah. I don't, like, mix, you know, if I wanted, if I wanted something to taste like Coke with a, with a wang, I would not be drinking whiskey and Coke, you know what I mean? Like... To me, that's just a waste of good, especially good whiskey. It's just a waste of mixing. Oh no, it with you anything. never do that. With, uh, I'll drink it, a Jack and Coke sometimes. That's sure, not but, bad. but but I can't drink Jack's by itself. I've tried it, man. I I you know I was like, you know, I've grown up. I, I drink a lot of whiskey. It's good. It's, you know, like, I I enjoy the flavor. Let's pour up. I had actually. Well, I'll take that back. There was a couple Jacks that like, or not like. Gentleman Jack bad. is good. Yeah. So like, my mom gave me for Christmas one time all these like Jack samplers. Uh huh. Yeah. The the black label old school. Couldn't even drink. There, yeah. was a, there was a honey thing. It just tasted oh, like the honey. Jack? Oh, it, it just tastes Ugh. like it just tastes like yeah. honey and like yeah, that's really bad. But there was like a gentleman Jack that yeah. was was drinkable, and there was another one. I I don't remember what it was, but it's the one above the gentleman Jack. It might have like, been because there's like some high level yeah. stuff that's actually decent. But, but man, that whatever the old old whatever it is, black label or whatever Jack Daniels, man, that everybody it's the regular Jack, yeah, yeah it's dude, like that, stuff, drink. that tastes like, yeah, that tastes like gasoline, like, and that's putting it nicely. That stuff is not flavorful. No, I don't mind Jackie D when it's mixed with Coke, and sometimes I'll drink. I don't. But the thing is, if I go to a bar, or I'll I'll never order a Jack with rocks or anything. It's just a Jack and Coke. I mean, but there have been times when I got kind of faded, and I, I go into the liquor store, and they'll have, like, a fifth of Jack, you know. And I live in Japan, right? So it's just like, I mean, we've got tons of whiskey. We've got an amazing selection of whiskey. But in our convenience stores, we got Jack, we got uh, Jim Beam, and then a couple of Japanese, like uh, Jack. Oh, we also have Johnny Walker Black. But, you know, I, I get kind of homesick. Yeah. And I'll just be like, you know what? I'll get a fifth of Jack Daniels, you know? And it's just because, you know? It's, I, it's, 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 your dog, what's he doing? I, I think... I think that's because it's the same reason why I was saying I get that uh, that two hearted. Yeah. Because when I go to the gas station, they have both kinds, Bud and Bud Light. Other than that, you pretty much you know like shit out of luck. They might have like a Corona or something. Mm. But you know if you want a decent beer, especially a smaller beer, you know like the only the only like beer that they sell and it's, yeah, it just, is Bell's that has any decent flavor. So. You know, you can go there, and if you like butter or whatever, or Miller and all that crap, I mean, that's fine. You know, I mean, I have no no ill will, but I'm not a fan, so mm-hmm. drink it to your heart's content. But that's that's pretty much originally all they had. Now they've they've gotten cahoots with some distributors, so now they have, you know, Bell's up there. Mm-hmm. So it's the only time I feel I buy Bell's. But see, I guess at that point, that's Larry's winning, right? That's why he wanted to do it that way, so he could he could lock down that distribution. Well, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? You gonna drive another five miles in traffic? Fuck that. Well, that's more of a stumbling when I'm drunk, man. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I'm not... A 30-minute walk? Well, I, I will take the, tw- the the 15-minute walk, but I don't really want the 45-minute walk when I'm buzzed up, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, no, 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 dude. That's, unless you're with a group of friends, and then you're gonna get pizza or something on the way or something like that, but... Yeah, the solo... I mean, hell, I'd probably feel like an alcoholic then, I mean... And then, no, and, and then, well, I'd have to go back. I'd have to go back to a meeting and then have to start my my, my, my recovery all over again, dude. Yeah, I've, I've got your chip in my pocket. <laughs> Don't well, worry about that. It's, it's I'll step, get back tomorrow. Step one is admitting your problem. See, and that's why. That's how I. That's, I guess that's the only step I've ever got through. But that's what I just. You know, every time I feel bad, I just I'm like I admit my problem and then I start again drinking. Oh man.
Oh, yeah. Did I say that out loud? I mean, yeah. yeah, I did. I'm on tape. It's all right. No, it's not tape. We don't do tape anymore. That was the original Got Fit in Japan. <laughs> was that real to real back then? Mm. Four track. Four track? Four track. That is half of an eight track. That's right. But it's three times or... All right, I'm done. All right, I'm done right. trying to be mathematical with this one. Mathematical. Well, here, drink one of these. That, you're in your second one of those? You're um, one of these. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Get the uh, Hoptronics. It's a fucking I'll get a Hoptronics beer. up in me. It's great. 9%, though. I mean, that, I, I had the other couple of beers, and then once I hit that one, dude, what's it say? So the, so the pairings are really interesting on your uh, Hoptronics here. Did you see that? Chartreuterie, stinky cheese, and salted caramel. Shit, do you ever put all three of those things on one plate? I, I never eat any of those together, ever. I mean, like, I guess it couldn't, couldn't stinky cheese also be part of charcuterie, though? I guess stinky or, cheese or, 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 is that just, or is that just, is that just meat? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just. It's just, weird that it's got pairing in the back of the beer, though. I've never seen that before. I, I just Should noticed it. Should it just say pizza? It should just say pizza. All beers say, all beers should say pairings, pizza, and the occasional cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depending might, on how many you had, you know, after like fucking three or four like really strong beers, you're like, yeah, I'll turn to David Hasselhoff. I'll get all drunk, take off my shirt, and fucking like get eat a cheeseburger on the floor in Vegas. Why not? You saw that video, right? I did, I did, man. I wish I didn't though, man. Come on, man. Fucking Night Rider. Night Rider. I, yeah. Like rules ruined Night Rider for me. You're like fucking Baywatch. I'm not a fucking you know teeny bopper chick. No. You're fucking Night Rider, bro. Dude, hit. <laughs> The Kit. fucking car. That car cried that night and then tra- crashed. It fucking did a suicide it, 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 run, yeah, man. Yeah, I was it was like James Dean. Where, I'm trying to think. Where's where that? Like down in like you know like uh, Universal Studios or whatever. That car turned the fuck on. It took off towards the pier and buried itself, dude. That drove David, itself. Tonight I am going to die. Right. I am turning on Jet Boost, David, and I'm turning off Air Assist. David, you're officially a pussy. Time to end it. Fucking the Hoff, dude. Oh, that's awesome, God. though. That's just unfortunate ends to the fucking awesome thing, you know? Like, this just sucked. Yeah, you know? I mean, jeez. You know, if you didn't... You know what the thing is? Yeah, his son or his daughter, like, fucking videotaped it, but they didn't have to upload it. You know? Why did they upload it? Was it for... It was a cry for help? Well, at least he wasn't on pills, you know? He's, like, taking pills. Like, yeah, I'm taking all these pills. I'm all fucked up. No, he's on booze and shit. But still, that's fucking sad. Hell, man, we've all done that in high school. Well, maybe not when we were 60, but at high school, we all did that shit. Oh, yeah, but back then, <laughs> back then getting recorded means they had to have a VHS recorder. Oh, that's that true. That's true. Like, over your shoulder with a VHS tape inside With, it. like, a boom mic and shit to just to get the, like, to, to, to pick it up. You got, you got your boom mic on with your little airflow thing. <laughs> and everything's always out of focus. Fuck, it's out of batteries. Charge this for three days straight, and you can come out and get five minutes of video. And the battery looked like a six-pack. Fuck yeah, it did. Oh, man, that's insane. Speaking of insane, we've got some news. Now, some of these stories, Chris, I actually did uh, a couple of weeks ago, but I did them by myself, and I think it'd be kind of cool to do with you and shit to get. Because I mean, you, you're you're the American Michigan like perspective, and I'm and in Japan, I see this shit all the time. You just for, call me a crazy cracker. Is that what you're saying? Kind of. Okay. Okay, so I'll, I'll read the first one. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Here we go. And yeah, I did do this a couple of weeks ago, but why not? Why not? Here we go. Tojigi man arrested for shoplifting animals from hardware store to feed his cat. Tojigi is like uh, Northwest Japan. Fucking hard. Wait, wait. Animals from a hardware store? Uh, never mind. Just finish, man. Just keep going. At around 1.55 p.m. on August 28th, Takashi Fujita, 69 years old, was attempting to leave a home improvement center in Nasushiobara City, Tojigi Prefecture, while carrying a total of seven unpaid 
for items valued at 11,700 yen, which is about, uh, it's about 100 bucks, roughly. According, that sounds like a shit ton of money, man. I know, no, it's not. But it's not. No, it's like 100 bucks. Including some mosquito coils, a parakeet, and three hamsters. You know what he did with those hamsters? Uh, yeah, yeah. There was, I think you know, uh, I, saw, I, I saw it on South Park something about a thermal thing. They they go sucking up and disappearing. But he's gonna quote quote feed them to his cat. Wink wink. Nudge nudge. Well, you know, you know if he, well if he if he if he wants to paint you know whiskers and stuff on the back there, I guess you can call it a cat. I don't. Maybe I don't know. Okay, that might seem like an odd shopping list for a trip to the Home Depot, but in Japan, it's not an uncommon practice for home improvement stores to also deal. with with a wide range of pets from puppies to parrots. A 53-year-old clerk... Huh? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I thought it was just, just something different. Go. No, it's all good. A 53-year-old clerk spotted the elder gent and confronted him in the ensuing struggle. Uh, Fujita is accused of inflicting injuries to the clerk, such as scratches to his thumb. He probably used the parrot to attack him. Oh, yeah. Get him. Get him. Get him. Pidgety. Get him, Pidgety. Go. Get his knuckles. Go, Pokemons. Go. Uh, but still, the clerk managed to apprehend him and turn him over to the authorities. Fujita now faces charges of robbery resulting in bodily injury, uh, which he denies on the grounds that he intended to pay for the items afterwards. He's like, after he fed him to the cat, he's, he's gonna, like, you know, I'll come back and pay you, dude. I just gotta make sure my cat's gonna eat these motherfuckers. Because if he doesn't, I just need to return him, and I can't return him after they're dead, right? So that's why you do it afterwards. Well, that's, that's why I'd pay for him afterwards. Maybe he returns the bones, and then he only pays half price. Isn't that like a, a Costco thing? You can return the bones and get your money back? Is that true? I don't know, but they take anything. A guy took a, a dead Christmas tree back and got his money back. You after can, Christmas. You can do that. I Supposedly you can, dude. The guy would use the Christmas tree, returned it dead, got his money back. I'm going to return... Dude, if I'm going to so? eat food, I'm going to return my shit. <laughs> dude! Yo, it was good, but not good enough. Make sure go. it's in a sterile bag is all I can ask you. All bags are sterile when it comes to shit. Uh, Fujita now faces robbery resulting in bodily injury, which he denies on the grounds of blah, blah, blah. I already read that. The real mystery, however, is why he chose to steal the pets, including the, an animal with the capacity for crying for help, no less. Luckily, the police wondered, too, and asked Fujita who casually explained that he was going to feed them to his pet cat. Dude, I think that's illegal, actually. I think it's illegal to, like, you know, buy... Even, even in Japan, it's illegal? To buy pets and feed them to other pets? Not to pets. be rude, man. I don't know. I don't know how this shit is. Not, I mean, I, it's probably illegal here, too. I don't... Well, I mean, you buy rats to feed to a snake. That's right. That's right. You so, do. But you buy them. You don't fucking steal them. I mean, it's, I, that's probably the real issue here, right? It's, it's theft. It is theft. But the, the crazy thing is this, though... A parrot is not something you feed to a cat. I mean, a, a parrot can fly away, right? No, I, I I agree. I'm not I'm not I'm not condoning this. Unless you had like I'm a tiger, like, you think you had a tiger? Maybe, man. Maybe you had a tiger. You know, maybe we went to China. China's got tigers. Japan really does. Tiger blood. Wow! He's maybe. trying to get the tiger blood, dude. But that's fucking crazy. Charlie though, Sheen right? style, dude. He he probably fucking would go <laughs> Charlie Sheen style. He wants the tiger blood. So he was raising that thing, feeding the parakeets and shit. Oh, parrot. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's trying. I don't to, know, man. I'm, maybe all right. Maybe he's feeding the gerbils to the cat and then trying to teach the cat to talk using the bird. Bam, dude. See, we so there might, we, there might, there might, there might be some the case. There might be some science behind this. I'm gonna call you Scooby Doo. Fuck yeah, dude. Here we go. Here's the next story. This one's great. All right, I also man. Read this I, one I am stuck reading. It. I'm half illiterate, so I don't. Where does this finish off, man? Is it right here? Yeah, it goes all the way down. Holy shit! It's a long story. All right. 
<coughs> so a man was arrested for robbing a Tokyo convenience store with a nose hair trimmer. What, like Edward Scissor hands or something? Is that what you were writing? Well, if he had like a bunch of like uh, Edward nose, nose hair, hair hands. If he had like four of them on his both hands like, or like, something. Like Edward Buzzy hands? He could, depending on how many of the little nose hair scissor things he had, you know? He could like, I mean, that could be dangerous. Remember Edward Scissor hands? Everybody loved him until like, you know, you cut like the kid's face. Oh, fuck yeah. So it says, in the murky pre-dawn hours of August 31st, on the mean streets of Shinjuku, Tokyo, a young man working at the graveyard shift at the Family Mart convenience store heard the familiar chime of the doors. However, this was no customer calling at 4.10 in the morning. It was a robber. Reaching into his pocket, the crook pulled out a pair of nose hair trimmers with a three-centimeter blade that glistened menacingly under the fluorescent lights. With a cold gaze, the middle-aged robber determined or demanded to the clerk, Don't move! Get out of your money! <laughs> this presented a dilemma for the 25-year-old co-worker. If he got out the money, he'd be breaking the don't move command. On other hand, if he stopped moving... There'd be no way for him to take out the cash. The threat of the tiny scissors and their rounded tips combined with his assailant's unmeetable demands must have been too much for this clerk, so he simply ran away. Now, this now left the robber in a predicament. With no clerk, would he not be able to get any money out of the register or the safe? He'd take a yen and leave a yen tray offered little consolidation. The confusion among both parties luckily managed to eat up enough time that an officer on patrol could be alerted to the crimes in progress and rushed over to the scene to make the arrest. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> the suspect in custody was described as 49 years old with no job, no fixed address, but probably nicely groomed. Hell, he probably looks like me. Residents of Tokyo were probably used to this kind of savage crime taking place. But those from elsewhere in Japan express their terror online. Bear in mind, some people have strange ways of expressing fear. Oh, man. What's your take on this? Sounds like some knucklehead probably was drunk as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, this is, I'm just, come on, Four o'clock in the morning, he of goes, course. Come on, man. He's four o'clock in the morning, and he goes there wanting what? Like, give me the money. I need some goddamn sushi tonight. Or something. He needs some food, man. Motherfucker was drunk as fuck. Yeah. He, he was broke. He spent all his money on liquor that night. Booze and maybe even prosties. I don't know if they're there. Yeah. Or at least, at least yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, or at least yeah, yeah. ladies of the eve, as we call them here in the United States. So, we go out to, we take out the ladies of the eve and you're broke as shit, man. I mean, you're, you're stumbling home. You at least need some, like, breath mints or something before you go home with your wife. Mm-hmm. How the fuck is that going to work otherwise? I don't know. Well, the thing is, I think he probably had beer goggles on, man. And his beer goggles are thick as fuck. So when he reached in his pocket, he reached in, his front, he reached in the wrong fucking pocket. And he thought it was like his fucking, like, machete. But he instead, he pulled out his fucking nose trimmers. And he's like, all right, bitch. No, dude, no. Give me, give me all your money and don't move. You got that, you got that creepy, creepy <coughs> Apple Pay at your fucking in Japan? Do you What's have that? that creepy Apple Pay in Japan? What's that? People like, Apple Pay? Well, it's like the creepy Apple Pay. You can take your cell phone and pay for shit with your cell phone. Oh, yeah, we got that. So uh, you probably had it for fucking years before we did. That's what he was reaching for. It wasn't no fucking scissors. He was drunk as fuck. He was reaching for his phone to pay for the shit. He's like, man, hurry my phone. The guy saw like some shiny fucking scissors. Oh, uh, yeah. Ah! And, 
Duran, dude. He, he probably was watching a bunch of American news and thought, like, everybody's a fucking murderer, dude. He's like, ah, you guys gonna fucking shoot me. It's a mass shooting going on. It's probably true, man. But it wasn't, you know. It was a dude just like, fuck, I'm so damn drunk. I grabbed Fuck, I thought that was my money clip. No. That's, I don't know. I'm just making shit up. But that actually sounds like a good excuse. No, it's possible. I was reaching for my money clip. No, money clips are kind of popular now, dude. I've got one. I, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't had a wallet for years, man. I got one right here, man. Money clip right there. Yeah, what if I pulled out my fucking wallet? And, oh, you got one too. Sweet. It's, it's like built into a wallet, so it's not quite as cool as yours. But yes, I, I, rock, I don't rock a wallet. I rock a money clip. So oh, money clip's fucking what if awesome. He, what if he was grabbing that out like the, or thought he was grabbing that out to pay for something? The guy's like... Oh my god! Oh my god! And just ran. And just overreacted. Yeah. But I mean, fucking, well, there's cameras and microphones everywhere. So if he did say, stop, don't move, give me all your money, then well, well then, probably said that too, you know. Maybe, maybe, he thought, maybe, maybe he thought there was a fire and he was gonna say, stop, drop, and roll, but he's fucking, the words came out all wrong because it's four o'clock in the morning, he's been drinking all night. Maybe he's, just, maybe he's just a smart ass and thought <laughs> it was funny, you know, like, haha, bro! Oh, wait, fuck, this, 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 this is backfired. <laughs> oh, there's cameras everywhere. Yeah, I'm trying to be funny. All right. Ah, well, shit. All right, here we go. Next you got to read the next one, though. All right, the next Oh, yeah, of course, I'll read the next <laughs> one. The next one, all right, the next one's kind of dark, because that's how we roll. Okay. So, yeah, you better turn the lights on if it's dark. <laughs> Do you hear? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I told you this 9% is pretty fucking hardcore, right? I told, yeah. <laughs> I told you I have no fucking goddamn uh, filter and or fucking uh, comedic side, so mm. don't worry. You're doing great. All right, guys, here we go. This story took place in Saitama, body of newborn baby girl found in coin locker in Saitama train station. This is not actually too uncommon. Now, now, is a coin locker like I'm thinking it is? Is that like one of the? Is that basically like a locker at a train station that you put a quarter in, you get a key, and you put something in it? Yep, exactly. Like okay. in uh, Desperately Sink and Susan, right? Sure, yeah, or like you know, yeah, or, or, like or, or, or whatever, yeah, like like yeah, where they put or like what was it? Oh, oh it was like Trailer Park Boys, man. They put they put their money in it for the year. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, they're, well, they're in jail. They're like, hey, we're gonna lock this away, and you get the key. Exactly. I mean, this is kind of messed up because I mean, this happens. This happens actually once a year. And maybe once or twice a year we get a story like this. So, but but we got to read the news, and uh, that There's was two news. dudes in this news, man. So you just gotta drink some booze. Yeah, that's right. I'll, I'll try to make something funny if I can. I'll try. We'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see. Okay. We'll see how fucking perverted we can get about this. Oh, well, I don't know if we're gonna go perverted. Let's say, let's say, uh, distorted. Distorted. Oh, there we go. That's yeah, the word right. I meant. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry for the world. I am not that creepy. Sorry, world. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Wait a second. I'm telling grandma. All right, the body of a newborn baby girl has been found in a locker, in a coin locker, in the train station of Sekaido, Saitama. Saitama is where that sh- uh, whiskey's from. Um, according to police, a security guard uh, reported that to police at around 3 p.m. in August 29th. In August 29th, August was a really hot and humid month in Japan. Okay, I mean, super hot and humid. That a foul smell was uh, coming from one of the coin lockers in Kita Sekaido Station on the Tobu Toju Line. Fuji TV reported. Police opened the locker and found the naked body of an infant inside a shoulder bag. Oh man! Uh, what the this, fuck, dude? That makes Detroit sound good, man. What the hell is this? I know. I mean, I mean, if it wasn't a Louis Vuitton bag, then all right, like, they well, probably did worse know. in Detroit, but they at least don't report it, so we don't need to hear about it. <laughs> well, Detroit, there's so many murders. They're like. Um, Again? Let's just not report the murders yeah. anymore. <laughs> let's report the good stuff. Yeah, it, it snowed. Um, in the shoulder bag, police said it. it uh, police said it appeared that a few days uh, had passed since she died. No visible injuries were present on the body. 
Police said that an examination station security footage to try to God, the, the, sometimes they're worded very wrong. Yeah, you know, but they're basically trying to they're looking at security spot. to figure out who the fuck put it in there. Yeah, I'm assuming. Okay, to be honest. It's probably a high school kid. It's probably nine times out of ten. It's a well, high school kid. I would imagine. I mean, that's, I would imagine, just from my little understanding, is that's a lot of fucking shame on the person and or the family. Yeah, it's fucking really harsh on a young, young, young girl or whatever. So, yeah, I could see like not wanting to like hurt anything, not wanting to hurt her family's upstanding reputation, not wanting to hurt her own reputation within the family clique. It's probably just easier to give them in a way to pop it out and stick it in and walk the fuck away, man. But the crazy thing I'm is... I'm not agreeing with it, by the way. I'm just saying it... I, I understand. I mean, no, I no, I understand. It, but the thing is, the thing is, in Japan, we have these, um, you know, a drive-thru at a, at a uh, what you call it, a restaurant? Like a McDonald's drive-thru or an Arby's drive-thru or something like that? Yeah. You know, we have those for babies, right? So let's say you have a baby and you don't want the baby... You can go to this drive-thru. You can walk to it or you can drive through and it. You can, you can put, put it, the baby in there and, they'll, and the baby will go to adoption or it's something. Kind of, it's kind of like dropping it off at, like, like in the old school like American movies, dropping it off at like the fire department or something. Exactly. You drop, it on the, you drop it off the front porch, ring the doorbell, get the fuck out of there, right? But there's somebody that's there 24 hours that, 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 that has an intake that actually takes care of it, make and, sure it doesn't die, and then maybe finds it at home. And they don't, there's no cameras or nothing like that. It's co- totally like uh, incognito, you know? So you just you drive up, you walk up, you put the baby in the thing, you shut it maybe there's a button or well, something you know, like that I would, I would imagine with the shame level man that, that that makes a lot of sense because i would imagine a lot of that that's that's one of the problems or one of the things isn't mm. it like a, a big thing over in japan or whatever is like the shame level where oh yeah it, 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 it to lose ru- space it, is really no, bad I mean, it could ruin you it could ruin you for like literally or it could even ruin your family like if if your relatives or something found out you did something shady to disrespect the entire family line like it's it's not like here where you're like, oh, no, 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 she's just a prostitute, man. That girl's no good. Like, there it's like... She's oh, on math, but she'll get off yeah, eventually. No, or, 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 yeah, but, like, it's one of those deals where you're like, it, it's an actual, like, family fucking issue, man. No, it it's, sounds it's like, pre- so. Well, it, it really depends on the family, the location, like, I guess, how, how old school they are and how old school they are or whatever. Or, yeah, how strict the parents are. And the parents are usually really strict, you know. Mm-hmm. I hear Korean parents are the strictest in Asia, though. So, like, uh, Korean parents, like... I will have to check into that. My, my little brother is... Just got, uh, what's it called, man? Engaged. Engaged to a South Korean girl. Well, I'm sure she's pretty cool then, but... She, uh, she's awesome, but I, yeah, I mean, but I don't know how that works. I don't know about that, uh, that strictness. I know what you're well, saying. Well, I've heard that Korean families are, like, the strictest families of Asia. Okay. And that's why I'm so glad I'm that my wife... Word for I'm so glad my wife's parents are Japanese. <laughs> I'm just like, they're not that strict. I mean, they're kind of strict, but, you know, I can, I can get away with a little bit of shit, but... I, I just like that she told me how old my sword was. Oh, yeah, dude, tell that story. It's a great story. So... But years ago, John's dad got a uh, sword from Japan, and uh, well, he bought it at a garage sale. At a garage sale, and whatever it disappeared, it, it kind of disappeared and got jumbled around for some years. And it went to Ju- my brother. Your brother Justin gave it to me for my birthday. One, I don't know, hell, it was like ten years ago now. Yeah, and it's a samurai but, sword. But it's a samurai sword, and it was you know it looks it looks authentico, but um. Your wife is the one that actually pulled it apart and and told us when it was built and who it was built by, even though we could not figure that out. Like, no, we it didn't make. No, I mean, it didn't make. She she was like she couldn't tell us anything about like the family that built it, but or, or the location. But she was able to tell us everything about the the sword just by looking at the handle, which was really sweet. Well, no, my my wife like n- not her not her parents, but her 
kind of her grandparents for like a little bit, but her great grandparents, great great grandparents, great, we're, we're like we're, yeah, we're sword makers, sword makers. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm sorry, so, I left that out. So yeah. yeah, so like I mean, you know, when you watch those videos or documentaries about the people that sit around all day and hammering the steel to make the swords, her family did that for the the shogun in the northern part of J- or Japan in the Niigata area. That's what they did. They're mm-hmm. all sword makers, right? Yeah. Until until the Americans came in and said no more swords. They made it illegal, didn't they? It's they, illegal to make swords. Yeah. It was illegal to make swords. They in made Spain, it illegal, right? and so they all had to get real jobs. But so they, now they, now they all work corporate jobs. But didn't they do the same thing with ganja in Japan? They did all sorts of shit in Japan. Like, they like, gave, it, like, it wasn't like weed, like not not even not even a thing until the Americans came in after World War II and were like. By the way, you can't have this fun out in the sticks. I've heard that. I don't know how I, fucking real I've heard, it no, is. No, as I say, I'm. I'm not, by the way, I'm disclaimer, I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm saying that's, that's I, some I heard, propaganda I, heard I, heard. I don't soldiers, know if it's true. I heard when the soldiers came in, they even tried to make it like Japan a Christian country to a degree. They brought in all these missionaries. They tried, like, you know, and, you know, all right, the world, you know, I don't really get political with the show and stuff, but and yeah. I, I don't really want to. But just to go back to the sword and stuff, you know, I mean, yeah, so my wife, like, she knew about the swords and shit. So, yeah, and it was amazing, man. So I, she, we she got was to, we able to, to take the handle off to just see, like, the, the actual steel that's in, underneath or beneath well, well, the, the again, handle. Yeah, under, and then under, read it, you know. Under the handle on the tang had all the information about this sword. So that was just amazing to, being that I can't read kanji, I have no really way yeah. to read this. To have, you know, uh, Rieko come in and read, read everything. So and you go. can tell that it's an authentic samurai she, sword from let, World War II. And she at least let me know that this is an authentic sword but from, from World War II. That was a kamikaze sword. And it probably was. Yeah, kamikaze sword, dude. Which means somebody crashed and survived and somebody got the sword. I don't know how I that know, happened. Or, or, yeah, whatever. I mean, I don't know. I don't know all that much about it, but it's just... Dude, that sword's got history. It so does. You, there's somebody that has some kind of like you know telepathic like powers where they can touch something and tell like the history. Yeah, they'll be able to tell now, some cool you, shit. You gotta get somebody and be like, touch this, do it, touch it. And he's like, it was owned by a pedophile. And you're like, oh man, this sucks. He stuck this handle up. I'm like, dude, oh, stop no. now. I'm done. Do it. Oh, this sword's bad. Bad, bad, news. bad juju, bad juju. Oh man. No, I'm no, I'm sure he's now owned by a pedophile. No, but uh, what's called? Yeah. Oh, let's, man. Do, let's do another story, man. I All think. right, let's do it. Let's see. Because um, it's kind of like booze in the news, so. It is. Are, it you, is. are you reading this next one? Uh, How many more we got? Oh, we, we got a ton more, but. All right, you're, you're reading the next one? one. All right, this is a quick one, isn't it? Yeah, you want to read it? Are yeah. You, do you got notes? You read that one because you have notes on that one. No, it's short. You should read it. All right. I'll read another long one. I don't give a fuck. Hospitalized patient arrested for beating another patient. He had no patience. Yeah. Must have been, man. You know, I mean, I've got no patience for this guy. All right. So anyway, September fifth, two forty-two p.m. Oh, oh, that's just comments. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. That was just some bullshit on the news. It's all good. Police in Kenzu. Wait, Kensinuma, Kensinuma City. Uh, Kensinuma. Kensinuma. Yeah, Kensinuma. Miyagi? Miyagi, like Mr. Miyagi. Miyagi Prefecture? Yeah. Have arrested a 50-year-old man on a, speci- on a suspicion of assaulting a 70-year-old man in the hospital room they shared. According to police, the incident occurred around 9.30 p.m. on August 25th. So this is basically like bosom buddies or fucking the odd couple. Just a couple of guys. We are going to find out here, won't, aren't we? Oh, yeah, you can still got another paragraph. Yoshirito Chiba is accused of beating the victim's chest and abdomen several several times like a Donkey Kong beating his chest. That's right. 
What's up, faders? Do you like our show? Of course you fucking do. That's why you're tuned in. But have you ever asked yourself if you can get more out of your Got Faded experience? Well, now here's your chance because we are proud to announce our very own Patreon page. But don't freak out. Our podcast was and always will be free, but with your generous donations, we hope to improve it. And since we're all about fan appreciation, we've got the sweet, sweet rewards for our donors. Rewards include, but not limited to, shout-outs, bonus content for interviews and news stories, chances to appear on our show, and even gift packages sent direct to your door. For more information, check out our Patreon page at Fadol. Sankey Simbrum reported Wednesday. Police said that the men who were hospitalized in the same room got into a heated argument that quickly turned physical. Let's get physical, physical, come on and get physical. That's all the word I heard. Hey, all right. So Chiba beat the older man multiple times in the chest and abdomen, leaving him with a fractured rib on his left side. Boy, if you're going to get your ass kicked, a hospital is the best place, right? It probably is, and I'll tell you what, I fucking like ribs. So I'm down with that story. I like ribs, too. I, I, I don't think it's the same ribs I'm thinking of, but, I mean, I, I, I like <laughs> I like some ribs. You know, maybe, not, maybe some dry rub, no barbecue sauce, but... I don't, want to get, I don't want my ribs beaten, though, man. That doesn't sound fun. No, but if you it's have... It's not even tasty, man. Wait, well, what about ribs? They, they rub the ribs and shit? That's then again, I mean, this is some cannibal shit. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Do you, think, do you think what happened was maybe, like, two guys got in a car accident, they got pulled out of their cars, they got worked on, and then the doctors fucked up and put them in the same room, and all of a sudden they're just laying there, and they come out of their coma. Oh, comas, fuck yeah, dude. It's like, like me seeing you after crashing me. I'm going to go jump you like, real quick. You son What'd you of do, a you bitch. old fucker? You son couldn't see. Bitch. Son of a bitch. Well, I know you... All right, it's a young guy beating up an old guy, right? So he's like... Dude, you couldn't see. You fucking ran me off the road. I beat you right to my fucking sweet-ass car. I'll never get another one because I don't know how insurance works my in Japan. My brand new Mitsubishi. Right? You're like, God damn, my new Godzilla. What the fuck, man? I had a Skyline, you cocksucker. Yep. And then it doesn't happen, man. And then you don't have you don't have a sweet-ass fucking car after that because some old guy just ran you off the road. It happens That's probably exactly what happened. Happens here all the time, man. I've seen it with some sweet-ass cars ran off the road. God damn it. All right, next story. Oh, I got all right. I've got a fucking story about this one. Did I tell you about my story in the airplane when I when I came you here? You did. Sue Happy. Sue Happy. What do you mean? Sue Happy. Oh, Sue Happy. Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay. All right. Then this is crazy faders because I had a story that happened to me uh, a couple of days ago, like three, two days ago, and and it's so fitting for this news right here. This is so crazy. <clears throat> and you hear it here on Got Fit in Japan. By the way, I'm sick. You heard it first here. That's right. ANA, the Japanese airline, uh, reports around 300 cases of unruly behavior on flights in fiscal 2017. Tokyo, there are around 300 cases of unruly behavior on all Nippon Airlines, a.k.a. ANA, uh, flights in 2017, according to reports from the Ministry of Land, uh, Infrastructure, Transport, and Tourism, that works out to about one incident per 1,000 flights. Although the majority of the incidents involve passengers unwilling to cooperate with the in-flight rules regarding the switching off of electronic devices. That's still those. Yeah, I bet it is, man. There were some cases no of violent behavior, Fuji TV reported. Uh, according to the ministry, although... Wait, although the overall number of cases involving unruly behavior has been dropping, there have been a slight increase 
in alcohol-induced behavior from non-Japanese customers due to an increase of the number of international flights. In May 2017, an American passenger assaulted another passenger in, two th- in August 2017. An American man also urinated on another passenger, and actually we covered both of these stories. Sweet. In uh, both cases, the uh, perpetrators were arrested and found to have been drunk. All right, so... I've got my own story, which took place about a couple of, wait, uh, last uh, Sunday. A couple days ago. That's right. And I told you this story. My wife and I was flying from uh, New York, JFK, to Detroit, right? And so we're flying, we're flying in the airplane and everything's great, right? And we're in the back of the airplane and the plane lands and my wife and I get up. And it's like a two-hour flight from uh, New York to Detroit. And so we get up and stuff, you know, everybody gets up and there's this couple in front of us that's sitting down and they're not, they're not moving, right? So I tell my wife, I'm like, move, just, just go forward, who cares? So my wife goes forward and stuff. And then I guess the couple, I don't know why, I think they're intoxicated. They, they started fucking like getting really pissed off. And it wasn't the guy, the guy said absolutely nothing. But the girl behind us goes, fucking assholes, Jesus Christ, you're a bunch of fucking assholes. Fuck you, you fucking assholes. She's yelling fucking assholes. And her voice is getting really, really loud. And it's not a big flight. It's not a 747. You know, it's like a small airplane. She's yelling that as we're walking to the, the front of the airplane to get off the airplane in Detroit. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? You know, and, and I'm like thinking, what do I do? I just keep on walking. And all right, there's old Johnny and then there's now Johnny, well, right? See, you know, the you old that. Johnny would stop and be like, what the fuck is your problem but the, the that's new what Johnny, she wanted that's what she wanted though exactly that's what she wanted but the johnny now the johnny now does not act out of emotion i act out of thinking right so i'm thinking i'm like all right it's my wife's birthday we're going to my mom's house we're going to celebrate her birthday we're going to do sake tasting let's just get off this airplane and go and as we're going she's like fucking assholes fuck you jesus christ fuck you fucking assholes because i think I don't know what they wanted. I have no idea. And and the, the, we're getting off, and like the, the staff, you know, they get the, the flight attendant and the, and the captain, they stop saying thank you, right? And they, they just like look back at her, them with like confused faces and shit, you know? She wanted a Yahoo confrontation. And what I mean by that is, she wanted a confrontation where she'd go, if you turn around and pull the old school Johnny, just like I probably would have, even with new school, even with old school, like, like nowadays Chris, I still would not have took that shit probably. As soon as I turned around and said, fuck you, Blah, 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 bunch of beep, 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 beep that I don't even want to say on the radio after I said that. It's okay. But what I'm saying is, they, it seems like nowadays you see it time and time again where people want to encourage a, not only confrontation, a confrontation is picked up on cell phone video. Yeah. So they oh, can. Oh, yeah. So, so, so every other. Yeah. Everyone, she starts yelling loud enough. Everybody on the phone pulls out their cell phone video. Then. All she has to do is, like, you know, like, try to basically, like, cause some kind of confrontation, piss you off enough where you're just like, look, don't touch my fucking wife and push her back or whatever the fuck, because she might grab your wife hypothetically. You push her back, all of a sudden, they're not going to show the cell phone video of your wife getting pushed. They're going, this man pushed this woman because because he thought it was right. That's not what the fuck happened. Mm -hmm. My man, you know, like, so-and-so was getting screamed at, being belittled. They probably should have kept their big boy pants on and not said anything back and walked off. But the reality is, is when you when you confront your you know your attacker, yeah. Now you're the fucking. Not only are you the victim from being assaulted, but now you're also the, the, now you're the aggressor. That's what they're looking for, man. Look at look at look at the all uh, and lawsuit, 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 and then fucking them stuck in America and shit. I can't go back to Japan. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what they want. I'm sure that's what they want. I couldn't believe that. You know, and, and who the, the balls 
some people, the etiquette on airplanes is gone. Oh, yeah. Well, it's think about gone. this. Now, I'll tell you this. Think about this, though. I don't know when they started doing, I mean, I probably could look real quick, but, you know, when they started doing aircraft travel, motherfuckers wore their Sunday best. People wore three-piece suits. Yeah. Women came in there dressed the fucking nines. People came in there looking prim and proper, and it was a big to-do. Yeah. And then it became kind of like this slovenly thing to do. And now, hell, man, when I go on a business trip, I basically want to go... I've shown up to the airport in my fucking pajamas and slip, slippers. Why? Because they're going to tell me to fucking straight. Dude, dude, dude. No, no, no. Let me stop. Stop right there. Stop right there. You know what they're fucking wearing? I'll tell you what they're fucking wearing. She was wearing sweatpants shorts that were black, sweatpants shirt with their balls on the side like fucking Cindy Lauper. She's wearing flip-flops. And she had a face that looked like Fred Flintstone. And her boyfriend that didn't say anything, her boyfriend or her husband that she was with did not say anything. He, had he a, was fucking embarrassed. No, no, I don't know what he was. Or I he was hoping to get a payday, man, one of the two. Maybe. He was wearing fucking like Nike sneakers with fucking white socks pulled up high and she was wearing fucking uh, khaki Jorts? shorts. Jorts? Up, uh, like tight. He's wearing a Big Johnson shirt. You know what Big Johnson shirt is? Yeah, it was cool in like 1980. Yeah, maybe 83. I, I, I think I think it was I think it was like when we went to see Kathy get married. That was cool. Yeah, uh, and Kathy. And I'm, and I'm talking about like in 19 whatever the hell we were. When we were little kids. It was like in the 80s, but still. Yeah. Like I mean, they it were, has not been cool since then. Get off the porch. Big Johnson. Yeah, but they no, they look like the fucking managers. No, not even managers, but they look like they work at Arby's, dude. They were Arby's fucking staff on vacation to fucking New Jersey for the Jersey Shore, dude. Zebras? What, what's it? Zebras? What's a zebra? That's the parent company of Arby's. Arby's is, Arby's corporate factory or corporate company is called Zebra. And if you spell backwards, it's Arby's. Oh, really? Oh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, like, and that's yeah. what they look like, dude. And Zebras. But she was, like, yelling. Yeah, yell, you, you you don't do that in an airplane. All right, this is the etiquette of your... Grow this, the this, fuck this, up. Grow the fuck that's, up. That beer is yours. Oh. See, please. the thing is, you get on an airplane, and, and you know you know everybody's going to treat you like shit, meaning, like, the staff is going to treat you kind of shitty, the security's going to treat you shitty, but whatever, you fucking deal with it, you sit down, you fucking mind your own business... You be polite. Like, uh, if somebody bumps into you, you're just like, oh, sorry, thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Sorry, whatever. That, that's what you do, right? You don't you don't fucking cause any trouble. And so you, you never, ever, fuck you, fuck you, you fucking assholes. You're fucking, she's yelling it in the airplane. It was like a small airplane. And, and about, my, wife, about, my wife is just like, what is going on? And I'm just like, I don't know. About, like, it sounds che- as cheesy as it, because I've never gave a fuck about this. But what about, like, women and children, man? You screaming like that, there is children... There are like some churchies that don't want to hear any of this nonsense. Why do you have to throw a tantrum? But deal with it like a fucking adult, dude. What? But the, we didn't even do anything. No, that's my point. We didn't even do anything. We were that's just my fucking, point, though. We're getting deal with it like an adult. Straight up. Just shut the fuck up and enjoy your fucking day. You're, wherever you're at is where you're supposed to be. All right, unless maybe you got home now. See, this the is the worst thing, part. Lane, the worst part was over. We already went through security. We already like flew was this in the in flight. Detroit? Was it Detroit? Yeah, of course it was Detroit. All right, no, this is why. Of course it was Detroit. They just got back. They just got back from wherever the fuck they were. I don't know, man. Like. Bumpkinville? No, I'm just kidding. But no, they were... Jersey they, Shore. They just came back from wherever they were from. Jersey Shore. They are, Arby's there. They, they're at no, Arby Retreat. They are pissed that they have to be back here. Well, the next That's day was Monday. So, I mean, they have to come back and go to work and go back to working at McDonald's for a living. No, they no, were no. fucking Arby's. pissed. Arby's. Arby's. It's definitely Arby's, dude. These were Arby's people. Loose meat. So are you telling me they had big ass... The chick had a big ass roast beef? 
Yeah, well, probably, dude. I didn't see her camel toe, but she was like a short little fucking Meat curtains rocking. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, probably, dude. Right. Her, fla- her face looked like fucking Fred Flintstone. And I all, right, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, that's probably like some nasty shit, man. Yeah. It was nasty shit, dude. And her hair is all fizzy and shit. I bet fucking 10 years ago she had the Ipsy Claw. She probably did. Yeah, what's the Ipsy Claw? I don't even know. Remember, it's like the girls in Ipsy that had their fucking bangs that popped oh, out like this. Oh, I didn't, I've never heard of it called it's that. Not, this yes. Is, this is called Ipsy. This is what called Ipsy right here. We called it the ceiling sweeper. The ceiling sweeper? Oh, that's the, even the, better. Yeah, yeah it was, it was the, the hairspray that went straight up <laughs> and it had like bangs that went like straight up after 10 inches. Yep. And as yep. they walked, yep. it just swept the ceiling and like the rest of their hair was like tied back because they looked, I mean, they held it. It yeah. Was, it, it was as tied back and as tight as those bitches were tightened up. Yep. Like they were like angry as hell. Like somebody angry grabbed the back of their head. Like somebody grabbed the back of their head and was yanking on it and they oh. had like a, like a brush sweeping the ceiling. We called Fucked it the up. Ipsy Clocks. It looked like a claw coming out of their fucking forehead and shit, like a monster. It did. Yes. Yeah. We, yeah. We just, yeah. We called this the, the ceiling sweeper, but same thing. No, oh, man. Do we have any more stories? Do I, do I get to be literate and read again? Oh, shit. I don't think I, we can. No, we got a duck hunt story and. Man, is it a behavior? Is that a duck hunt, man? Is, is that it? Holy shit, do we read all these stories? Did you? Would you do the duck hunt story, or do we get to do the duck hunt? Let's story? do the duck hunt story. Here we go. The right. last. I want to read this hunt. shit because I'm feeling all like. All right, is it just that shorty? Let me see. What's oh, it? there it is. All right, here we go. The A and A reports around 300 cases of oh, no, unruly no, no, no. behavior. Oh, nah, wait. this is the one I just read. Oh, ah, oh, man, that duck sucks. Hunt. All right, where do we? We have another one. Duck hunt, duck hunt. Duck hunt, duck hunt, duck You gotta fucking find this thing. Is that six right there? Is that that quick? Let's see here. Nope. Man arrested for robbing Tokyo convenience store. That's, that's, nope. that's uh, Edward Scissors. Baby found. Nope. Okay. I think see. we are out of booze in the news. Dude. Well, we're not out no, of booze, we but we're out of news. news. We have tons of booze. I don't know. Are we out of news? No, no, no. We got the story right here. Here we go. Where's that? I want to. Here we go. It's the last one right there, the bottom one. Number three here? Uh, Duck right shot. Here. All right. Yeah. Duck shot. With arrows seen in pond at Tokyo Park. Oh, that, that sounds like a fucking video game, right? Like a duck hunt in the, in the park, you know, in Tokyo. Exactly. Yeah, so it's it's a duck a, hunt. Is that like yeah, right? Like do, do, do you use the, do you use the light gun or do you use the, the stick? What, what did you use, the light gun or the stick? All right. Do you remember when I first played Nintendo for the first time? No. Remember when I, my family got in the car accident? My dad was yes. in the hospital for six months, and I, I couldn't walk for three months. Is that months. the first time when you were stuck at my goddamn house? You played uh, duck hunt. I was stuck at your place and shit. And I couldn't move. I couldn't walk for a couple of months. My clavicles, my shoulder blades were all fucked up and shit, and I couldn't move my arms. And so, like, your mom had to work, your dad had to work. So they, you guys, would leave me at the house for fucking like video games. So I'd sit there. You put the, like the, the the joystick in my hands, and I play like Mario. But I had the choice of Mario and duck hunt. And if yeah. I hit the wrong button, I hit duck hunt. I was like, fuck it. Didn't have the gun. Yeah, I only had the. Oh, yeah, yeah, you had the controllers. You had to use that little stupid fucking crosshair, yeah. like the early edition of a first-person shooter on the on, the, on a console. Mario, the first Mario for the first Nintendos had the, uh, the the first game had Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt in the same cartridge. Do you, do you remember the robot, Robbie the robot? No, I don't. Mister Brewer had that, and you had to hit the buttons. It said the robot like lifted up like it was weird. Anyway, it was weird. all right. Duck shot with arrow seen in the pond in Tokyo Park. Park, park, park. Damn, dude, I mean, like, arrows must be a big thing. All right. A duck with an arrow-like object protruding from its back has been spotted in the pond in Tokyo's Ino, Ino Kashira Park. Both the police and city officials have been working together to protect the injured bird in the unusually tranquil park in, to- in Tokyo's 
Where is it? Kichijoji. Kichijoji area. The injury, the injured duck was first spotted on Tuesday. It had an arrow-like object in his back. But it did not appear to have been weakened by the attack. Damn, that must be a badass fucking duck if it doesn't even feel it. It's like, yeah, whatever, bitch. I got an arrow on my back. What you gonna do? Yo, like, I'm a like, duck on vacation. Like Detroit, I'm from Detroit. Like, that's a Detroit duck, dude. That thing, that thing, it didn't go north for or west for the winter. It went to fucking Tokyo for the winter. Hell yeah. However, a search conducted on Wednesday, Wednesday failed to locate the injured duck. That's because it's Howard. He was out smoking weed and all How that. Howard Howard was getting right. He's like... Man, I got some shoju. I got some ganja. Well, I don't think you guys have ganja. No, no we don't. I have nicotine and caffeine, and I have alcohol, and I'm getting right. That's what he said. So, police said a person who fired the arrow into the duck faces a charge of violating amenable to protection laws. Of course he does, man. I, but, well, you have a duck that disappeared with an arrow in it that might have happened, and you have a guy that might have shot it. That sounds almost like a goddamn U.S. crime, dude. You, it almost sounds like, like the politics, man. You might have had something that might have happened and we might have seen it. You know what I think? Don't know. I think that Story guy... Story at 11. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I even gave this kid a heart attack. Coughing. Oh, coughing. All right. I think what happened was that guy shot the duck and all of a sudden he saw cops like looking for the duck and shit. And he's like, I got to fucking find that duck. So that guy fucking goes in the river and shit at night, finds the duck. Chokes that duck out, and he's like, bitch, you ain't going nowhere. You ain't gonna rat me you out, fucking rat. And all of a sudden, and then he had fucking, like, duck for su- supper that night. How would that? Fuck yeah, dude. Duck's good, man. Duck is good. Fagra, dude. Fagra's great. It's, I don't know about that. It's like, well, I don't know. Yo, I think Fagra's legal, man, but it, it's like liver or something, isn't Fagra? Oh, it's so good. But, but no, I mean, my thing is, I love, like, uh, the dark meat on it, like a chicken. Like, the, the, you know what I mean? So... Duck's all dark meat. You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with duck, man. And Fuck like this duck or whatever. Well, I don't give a fuck what they call them, them shits, man. Dude, uh, I'm a Frenchophile, dude, and they know how to make fagada, dude. That shit is awesome. You're a Frenchophile. I, I'm not gonna. Re- we're not gonna go into this too deeply on this show because that sounds really creepy. But no, okay. Frenchophile is pe- pe- somebody that loves France. Uh, Frenchophile. They, they love France. They love the French culture. They love the French people. They love uh, the history of France. Play, huh, huh, huh. So, yeah. Okay. It's not okay. the Quebec gangsters. These are actual French gangsters. Oh, French gangsters! Not the dude. The Quebecian gangsters are pretty funny though. Well, they they sound so feminine. Well, but they look so tough. They look like they're from Detroit. Well, until they're they gangsters. Talk. But they look like they're from Detroit till they talk, and then you then you hear somebody say something, then you're like, oh my god, man, I just. I just actually re-fucking-thought everything I thought of some hard-ass motherfucker. I gotta admit, the gangsters in France are way more crazy than the, the French, or the, the Quebec gangsters, yeah. I would imagine so, I mean... Yeah, uh, the more raw. Quebec, what happens up there? Maybe I have no idea, I do not live there. I, I just know that it's the French-Canadian part of Canada. Yeah, I, I love Toronto. I think once you go to Toronto, you don't really gotta go any more north. You're like, dude, this is awesome. What, Quebec, they speak French up there? Let's stay here in Toronto. Toronto's awesome. Dude, Toronto's had Toronto's the best nice. parties in the 90s. Toronto's fucking hot, man. I mean, it, it has... it. Well, when I was a kid... They got a great beer scene, well, too. Well, I was going to say, before I drank... Vancouver's like, got a good beer scene, before too. Before I drank, like, local beers... Yeah. I always liked Toronto beers. Mm-hmm. But... Oh, like Molson Ice? Molson Ice is strong. Molson Ice, but I mean, I'm talking about like just just, just beers in general. I mean, that's where a lot of Canadian beers were from, was Toronto area. Yeah. Nowadays, man, I mean, there's so many. I have a map of Michigan. It's a god-awful looking thumb map. 
<laughs> and there yeah. is 400, I think 400 breweries in the state of Michigan. And I've been to, well, not all of them, but I've been to a good chunk of these things. Yeah. And I've not had a bad beer at most of them. Mm. And also, like, it all, you know, obviously, like, some bullshit Facebooky, Twitteries, and whatever different social media things. Yeah. They have these, like, little polls of what where, where the spot is. But at the end of the day, man, Michigan comes up high on the spot. Maybe not the, the number one spot. You know, you might have more people, say, in California or New York picking their no, sides. No, 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 Oregon. Sure. Oregon's well, but, got some phenomenal beers. But all I'm saying is... Michigan has been b- multiple times picked one of the better brew fucking states in all the country. You think it's because we're surrounded by really good water? That's where beer starts from. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. That's, but I, I mean, think not, that's not, it. Right. No, 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 that's, I do, because it's the reason why, for instance, that Budweiser, Bush, and all those nonsense beers started in the beginning in Milwaukee and all those areas. Because the water. It's the water. Yeah. And that's, that's what made the beer at the time, you know what I mean? And that's, that's what's going on now is like, yes, I mean... Also, though, I mean, people, people, it's not as taboo anymore, man. People, people actually like beer and have no problem saying I like beer. Where back in the day, you might, you know, say in the 60s, 70s, you might be a, you're an alcoholic and you're a, you're a deadbeat. Now it's like, hell, if you don't drink quality local beer, you're half a deadbeat or a weirdo. You know, they're like, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, you don't drink good local beer? What do you mean you drink? I mean, my the, kid works at the brewery down the street. My other kid works at know, the other brewery you know, on the other side of the street. You know, the, the numbers don't lie. Is the ma- the major breweries across the world, uh, or, or, or that sell into America, have taken major hits against the uh, the local breweries. They've taken major hits, man. I mean, they don't they don't they don't dig it. I mean, you know, you got somebody think about this like. Was it uh, the, I forget the name of the Dutch company, but if I'm pretty sure it's a Wait, Dutch company. Dutch, Dutch, the only beer that comes out of Dutch or no, no, Holland no. is uh, uh, Heineken. No, no, but who who owns who owns Budweiser? Because it's not an American company; it's like InBev uh, or whatever. Oh, uh, Brazilian company. But so that's what I'm saying is they're trying to. <clears> the funny <throat> thing is they're trying to sell an American beer company that they bought to Americans. Americans said we don't want your Brazilian shit, and we don't want American. We don't want the American bullshit either, but. It's not American beer, you fucking assholes. You know, a hundred years ago, fifty years ago, whatever. We would all been brainwashed. We'd been like, "Oh yeah, <coughs> yeah, blah blah blah." Nowadays, we know where it's from. We get to hear about this stuff. We get to hear about the, the you know, the atrocities that everybody gets to say, man. And I'm, yeah, the same is true with beer, whether it's food or you know, what I mean, like say, uh, like, you know, like tomatoes, apples. I don't care what it is. Back in the day, they used to be able to hide that stuff with shiny corporate fucking, you know, with shiny corporate uh, logos commercials and that. And nowadays, we actually get to find out more, man. I mean, on well, the internet, yeah. Like, for instance, the Japanese can tell me whatever they want about whatever they want. But if I really want to know the answer, you know, what I mean, like, I'll, I'll email you and go, John, what do you think about this? Not what is corporate America? Yeah, don't or ask me, man. No, no, no. But what I mean is. <laughs> The masses nowadays have the opportunity to, to reach out and ask, what's, what's cool, going man? on? What's going on? What's not, going not, on? Not, not what I'm told. What's going on? But what's going on? And, yeah. and I think that's a big I think that's a big awakening for everything. I think it is, man. I think it's fucking awesome. Dude, I think on that note, this show is fucking... Dude, we're at the end of the fucking road, dude. We're good. I think we've done I, dude, more than the time. Yeah, dude. And uh, we ran out of this six-pack. We got three of those over there. Yeah, fuck, dude. We're fucked. All right. Faders, thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of Got Faded Japan. And I want to say thank, thank you. you. Thank you for letting me be faded with you guys. Yeah, dude. Peace out.
Chris Hauser, man. And a special shout-out goes to all our faders on the Patreon page. And if you want to support the show, go to the Patreon page and pay $5 so you get all the goodies that's up there. We got weekly videos and stuff. Actually, I'm in, I'm in the States for this week, so this week I can't upload anything. Sorry, guys, but uh, next week I'll, I'm going to double-dose it, so fucking you're going to get a lot of shit next week. So don't worry. We're cool. We're all good. Faders, thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Peace! Peace! My own brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse, and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Huh? God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! <laughs> you sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.